Is 2024 turning into layoff speed run any percent? We're going to find out in this episode of Gaming Insight. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Gaming Insight. I'm Steve Saylor. This is your weekly show about all the biggest news of the week. And we're going to talk about about 30-ish minutes with a guest. And my guest today is uh, the founder, the host of Gamertag Radio, and the founder of, was it Danny and Rihanna uh, uh, Marketing? Uh, I forget. Yeah, it's, I'm the, yeah, it's, it's called, uh, it's called a D- DNR Media Consulting. Yeah, so I we have that. that. DNR. We, yeah. yeah, so we have that and also our, our new podcast, The Danny and Rihanna Show. I was about to mention that. It's a great show. Yeah. Make sure you go listen to Danny and Rihanna Show. It's a great podcast. Uh, just start up pretty much around the same time as this one did. So, hey, Danny, yeah. how's it going? <laughs> now everything is good. Just, uh, you know been focused on on our new new uh, consulting game which i've been doing that now for like the past couple of years but this was more of like let, let's do this together because she's also been doing it on the side and we're like we looked at each other like man might as well just do it together and and see what happens you know and we know a lot of people so it's been it's been great it's been great and uh, oh, that's awesome the feedback has been amazing ever since we made an announcement uh right i think it was like the week of dice that's when we announced everything yes that's right yeah yeah, yeah. oh very cool uh <laughs> how how was dice i heard it, it had some mixed feelings over over there uh, as people were coming out of it i didn't really get that vibe i don't know no? what that nah, okay. the vibe that i got over there was more we, we had a lot of conversation about things that you know changes and everything that's been going on about layoffs and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i think it's been more positive like people looking out for each other and like to see what's next for the industry um great conversation we're about that and also things that are happening about xbox you know uh yep, some of the games are right. multi-platform we had those conversations a lot and it, it seemed it was more positive more than anything you know so and for 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 us, like I know, when I go to these events, I, I'd love to see you know other you know uh, people of color, you know Latinos and Black to see what what we've been doing in the industry. And a lot of us were there just just networking and and planning to see what else we could do in the future for for all of us, you know, for the industry overall. For sure, I lo- mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, I wish I was there. I had definitely a lot of FOMO of uh, missing out on seeing y'all the, over there. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, someday, hopefully, maybe next year's fingers crossed. But um, yeah, so uh, Danny, I wanted to bring you on um, to to ch- talk about sort of this bi- uh, the big news of the week. It seems that pretty much every day this week there was an announcement of a company doing uh, uh, layoffs, um, and I think it's it, we're we're kind of within January and February. Obviously, we're kind of hitting about eight thousand people, uh, roughly being laid off just this year alone, mm-hmm. uh, and we're kind of already way past, like almost at the same amount as uh, layoffs as we had last year. And I think both you and I have like we've been through layoffs be- uh, before in the past, and uh, we can definitely understand sort of the, the aspects of that. And, and with the news of the big news, basically EA, uh, Sony uh, be- laying off a quite a uh, quite a few of their workforce. Um, I kind of wanted to sort of discuss that, and it seems very much. Like we're kind of in a uh, a, a very like a, a stretching period for the gaming industry. Um, mm-hmm. We it's not I don't want to call it a crash or a bubble, um, but it, it, to a certain degree, I, I think maybe a bubble uh, in regards to uh, just because the pandemic was kind of a very unknown element for a lot of us in the gaming industry, kind of threw a lot of people like in for a loop and, and definitely in areas that we didn't think was going to be possible. I was kind of wanted to get your thoughts uh, on that and uh, with everything that's been going on. 
Yeah, it's uh the the past couple of years. I think it started actually the year that I got laid off at, at G four. I think that was more of like the media side that we got to see a lot of layoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back in twenty twenty two, like around mm-hmm. there. Last year was more of like the studios and the industry, just a lot of layoffs from that. And now we've seen that still to this to this day in twenty twenty four, which you know, and I, first thing first, I. I I feel bad for everybody that's going through this, you know, and for me that I've been laid off multiple times. And especially when I started working in the TV industry, you know, at first I remember I was blaming on my, myself, like, man, did it like my job, did I messed up? Was mm-hmm. I doing the, my job correctly or what? Yeah. You know, but then once you start learning, man, it's more about the business, man, behind the scenes, budging and all that stuff, you know? So first thing first, don't, I don't want the devs or anybody from like marketing side or PR that have been laid off. Like don't, don't blame you yourselves about you know going through this stuff, man. Um, yeah. Also, I think the the higher ups, a lot of them, been making really bad decisions, especially um, let's say a company like like uh, I'm trying to remember another company here, but but anyways, a lot of the company is trying to like experimenting with live services, and sometimes mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out. You know, the feedback, for example, for this game from Rocksteady, uh, Suicide Squad. People have yep. been, been having like some of them people have been having fun with it and a lot of them are like, This is not my thing. Not everything has to have live services. But then when the game comes out and you could tell that they put a lot of money in marketing, it's a flop. The sales is the sales numbers is not that good. But mm-hmm. then what? That's that's gonna affect everybody from the team that worked on this game for, for years. So that's the part where I think a lot of the higher ups are, are doing this like projections like, like way too much Bungie, i think did that too um when they went way too above like the projection thinking that it was going to be big for for the company but then you see the numbers of like now with destiny and whatever else is going on behind the scenes is pretty has been pretty low so i think right now this year and even last year i think a lot of the companies overall are just trying to figure out what's next what is it that things that's going to work for, for like the business side and everything. And that's one of the conversations we were having a lot at, at dice is what is it that we supposed to do? Like, especially now, a lot of our friends, a lot of them are now competing against each other to get a mm-hmm. job within yeah. the industry, you know? So it's been, it's been kind of rough, man, really, really rough, man, you know? So, but whatever we could do, you know, as, as creators or people that we connected with in the industry, if there's a way for us to, spur the word and help others to find new opportunities that I think that would be good too, man. You know? So I think so too. And, and yeah, I definitely want to reiterate kind of what you said earlier about, uh, especially about like the, what it feels like kind of like being laid off. Like I, uh, I was, I was on the other side of the broadcasting industry with radio and then the, the, mm-hmm. that got laid off through that. And yeah, you start to kind of think it's like, okay, is it something that I did or is it something I did wrong? And I definitely want to reiterate that, uh, for those listening or, and watching, it, it is definitely not your fault. It just fell, you fell under a, a line in a spreadsheet somewhere and it sucks because, you know, you it, like, you're extremely talented at what you do and, uh, and you put your heart and soul and, you know, blood, sweat and tears and everything. And just sometimes mm-hmm. it just, it just doesn't happen. And, you know, it, I don't want to say kind of like, uh, eh, you know, hey, it is what it is. But, uh, unfortunately, it just in, in, in business sense, that can be the case, but uh, in regards to the people, it just really sucks. Essentially, that it's kind of been sort of the go-to response, uh, or the sorry, the go-to solution for companies is to essentially is to lay off and um, and and yeah, it, it's it's extremely difficult, especially when you, you have friends who 
uh, are getting those dream jobs uh, and working in the industry and, you know, making games, making the things that they love. And it just, you know, within a year, they, they move their entire families or, you know, move into different states or different countries. And then less than a year later, it's like, hey, you know, what? you got to you got to find a, a new job in 60 days or you're out of the country or you're you know, you got to find something. Uh, otherwise, your severance or um, disability or, or like your benefits are going to uh, get uh, uh, pulled up. So. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, before, like, I know this is very kind of like doom and doom and gloom sort of topic, but I kind of want to talk about sort of the future of, of this industry as we're kind of going through, uh, these, I don't say growing pains, but it's just it, it, through this specific situation of, of, of companies, you know, making bets, not working out and, you know, laying off people like, where do you see us as a, as an industry move forward? Cause it seems like we're kind of in a bit of a seismic shift, um in the mm-hmm. industry um uh, not only just obviously with the news and multi-platform but also you know companies are, are you know going independent or you know publishers whatever where do you see the 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 future uh after this kind of <laughs> sort of seismic shift is is kind of ending yeah i i i, I can see a lot of the devs that have been working on triple a titles and been working on uh, major companies they're probably most of them are probably going to do their own thing uh maybe build like their own studio or work for like an independent studio. Cause I think there's a lot more freedom there than mm. when you work on a big budget game. Um, I think in the future, we're going to see less AAA games because it's getting way too expensive for, for companies. Um, and, and I think that's the future. And, and also like a company, I know you mentioned about multi-platform. I think the things that the Xbox is trying to do now, having these games multi-platform is something that's going to be very new within the company. I think they need to experiment because I think we can't, as an industry I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. we can't be doing the same exact thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, Because is it working or is the numbers, are we getting new consumers buying games or buying consoles because we're keeping the same thing, the same, the same strategy, the same marketing, same of everything since like the nineties and eighties. I mm-hmm. think it's time for a change, and I think we got to do things that is going to help the industry overall. And I think this could be one of them. I'm not saying that it's going to be perfect for for the company like my Xbox, but you know, something like, for example, PlayStation. Now they're releasing games uh, now on PC, mm-hmm. like Hell Divers has been a huge success for for, for that game in the studio, um, and also recently they announced. We might see now a support PC support for the new uh, places of VR two, mm-hmm. right? So things like that, I think is going to be good. Maybe I mean I'm not saying this is going to happen, but maybe we might see more places and games on on other consoles too. I think that will be something cool and great for everyone because at, at the end of the day, the devs when they work on the game, they want to get as many people as possible playing the games. Sure, that's the goal. It's not about Let's keep it exclusive and that's it. No, like, you know, I had this conversation multiple times, not only on the show, but on other shows, you know, Ranch and Clank, for example, Masomniac, which I know they had layoffs too recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that game. That's like my favorite PlayStation 5 game. That one and Returnal. Rift Apart was just so yeah. damn good. I yeah. loved every yeah. second of that. But both of those games, even though it's great, amazing reviews, the numbers are low. When it mm-hmm. comes to sales compared to like Spider-Man and God of War, why is that? You know, I know a lot of people, especially the gamers, are going to be like, man, the, the exclusives and this and this and that. But why are you not supporting a game like that 
and when it and, is like, an exclusive, talking, when it is an exclusive, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. So, what place is it supposed to do? Keep yeah. it the same, release it. Well, now they have it on PC, but what, what, what if they want to have this now on other consoles? It's going to get more income for, for for the studio and also for the company. You know, so like things like that is what I see in the future is less exclusives. Maybe experiment with some of the older games to have a multi platform. And and people just maybe want to go independent. Like for me, I got laid off multiple times when I used to work on my previous job at Discovery Channel before I, I started doing my own thing. And I decided to do my own independent business. Like I, I I've been doing it now for like the the past couple of years. I'm not saying that it's easy, but we <laughs> nope, need to I can attest to that. It ain't yeah, easy, <laughs> not, not easy at all. But I I think. Now I have more freedom. I, I work with a lot of companies behind the scenes, and and also I'm still doing my thing with, with not only speaking engagement but also with the podcast. Like, I, I think that's the future of people just probably want to do their own thing, man. You know, have mm-hmm. everything independent. So yeah, and and you kind of mentioned something, uh, like especially with regards to like you know people uh, going independent or creating their own uh, game studios or whichever. Um, and mm-hmm. then I think like even with the news, literally as of today, Embracer is or, or like there's two uh, studios, Gearbox and Toys for Bob, uh, that are potentially going independent. And Tears for Bob actually are already announcing that they're going indie um, and and kind of moving away from the publishing uh, side of things. But mm-hmm. it, it kind of ties into even um, like with regards to like a triple a too and i kind of want to get your opinion on this too because we're seeing yeah the, i think a lot of people have been speculating whether or not triple a is sustainable and i even said uh, uh i think our mutual friend mike futter uh, said like it's some people have been saying it's uh, uh or basically they're saying it's too big to succeed at this point and mm-hmm. when we're seeing like so far the biggest other than the layoffs the biggest news story of 2024 has been two huge games that um, have gotten huge success uh, from being multi-platform with Power World being on Game Pass and on Steam, and then you know Hell Divers being on uh, PlayStation Five and on Steam as well. We're seeing them pulling essentially what would have been a couple years ago AAA sales numbers, uh, and they're you know studios that are very small, like less than a hundred people small, um, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that kind of success. So, do you think that basically the era of of AAA is would be over? Or would you see it as sort of like the era of AAA basically shifting uh, our perspective on what AAA means? Yeah, I think we're probably going to see more of the shift of the changes where we were going to see less less AAA games, I think, in, in the future. Um, because it's, it's so expensive. It's complicated because, look, game dev is hard. It's not mm-hmm. easy at all. Every person I talk to about game dev, they're like, bro, it's not easy. Not only that, now after the game is done, now the sales, the sales part is really, really tough. Like for example, Anna Wake Two, love that game. That's like yes. my favorite game of last year. Same, and maybe for this generation so far. But, but uh, you know, I'm happy that Remedy sold already 1.3 million copies. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know how much money was when it comes to like budget on making mm-hmm. that game, but I'm glad that at least they have over a million. Just to reach a million is hard. Just yeah. to reach a million is really, really hard. So I think we're going to see less exclusives, less AAA games, and more like games like AA, especially indie games, because it's cheaper, easy to, to publish and, 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 and promote and everything like that. We're probably going to see more of that um, and less of like the big games like Spider-Man, Halo, and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know Phil even brought that up, Phil Spencer. 
at Xbox brought that up during the business update is in the future, we're probably going to see less of that, of less like exclusives. And I think that makes a lot of sense because imagine putting so much money on a game and again, the game doesn't sell, you know? Yeah. Um, I think this, the first time we had this conversation back in the days, I think a couple of years ago was remember when True Raider, Tomb Raider came out? Uh, yeah, the last generation. Yep, the yep. numbers was great, and Square Enix still said it was a failure because mm-hmm. they put so much money in that game, it still didn't even reach that the goal. Like it was still a flop, according to them. You know, so but us as consumers, like man, the game is amazing, great reviews, it had millions. Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't have the numbers exactly when it came out, and then through time, it went above. Like the numbers went a lot, but. At that time, maybe the game was selling it for like maybe like cheaper now than compared to having it for like sixty bucks when it came out. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's the part that I'm like kind of like, man. Even a game like that still flop. Like it's, it's a lot, man. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Like we, we've been talking about exclusives quite a bit on the on this show, and and mm-hmm. my thinking is is that yeah, it, it, at this point, it just makes no like financial sense to basically to lock you down to uh to one uh platform because if you fail number like sales wise that's it like you don't have like unless you have a deal where you can be able to go to uh mm. to a steam or to an xbox or even you know if your game's uh, uh portable enough to go on the switch or mobile you, you're kind of stuck like you can't get again get out of it and and that was you know that was like the the way it had been for a while and usually you know some games can be able to make their budget back and it's you know if they're able to cut back here and there but we're starting to kind of see that it's that's not even that's not sustainable uh, at all anymore mm-hmm. even just from a from a third party uh not even talking about just the in- exclusives within these individual like big the big three um but yeah i think it's I think it's going to be a very interesting time of where of where these kind of like games end up. Like, do you see a future where, yeah, we're going to see maybe like The Last of Us on Xbox or you know Halo on PlayStation? Like, are we going to go into that, or are we going to start to see like you know more other smaller games going to basically be just become those multi platforms, and then we still still the big ones that are exclusive to the to the big three. Man, I hope they bring. I hope Nintendo, Xbox, and places bring everything to every everywhere, so we can stop this console war nonsense. Man. I would love that me. so damn much, much <laughs> right? Because what else you guys are going to talk about once you have all these games out there? You know what I'm saying? Yep, so I hope yep. that happens one day. But it's like uh, it's even like I'm going to give you a perfect example that's been happening now in the TV industry, right? So mm-hmm. the streaming services they're going through the same thing, like. You know, they're having issues with subscriptions. Not that many people are probably some people join and leave and come back and so on. Right. They, a lot of them don't stay for a very, very long time. So or they have a new platform and the numbers is not that great. So, for example, it, uh, Max, HBO Max. Right. They have mm-hmm. a lot of great content in there, but the numbers is not that great. But let's release a couple of our exclusive shows Let's release it on, let's say, Prime Video or something like that. Let's mm-hmm. give them the old content, maybe the first two seasons of Sopranos or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's out, it's out over there on, on Amazon Prime. I'm an Amazon Prime subscriber. I see it. I'm like, man, I really like this series. Where can I get the rest? Oh, I have to subscribe to Max in order for me to continue watching the series. Mm-hmm. Think of it like that. Xbox and other companies are going to probably do the same exact thing where release these old games on all the platforms and maybe this will convince you to join 
to their ecosystem. And mm. I think that's the part where a lot of people are not really seeing that picture of like, they're still thinking of, no, it's, it's supposed to be exclusive only and it's only on Xbox and that's it. Thinking that it's all great and dandy, but do you really want Xbox to be third place forever? Mm-hmm. Do you want the company to to get more subscribers, more uh, console owners? Now people are buying more games. You have to have companies like Xbox and other uh, publishers and, and studios to experiment which makes sense, which, which games make sense to release in multi-platform or not. That's the part where I support it as long there's communications between the companies and the consumers. Like, hey, everything is okay. We're still releasing exclusives. You get what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. the part that I would like to see more in the future too. I, I think I like that idea. It's something I haven't uh, hadn't even thought of before or even heard of it. Yeah, like the the idea of you know older games just it's okay. Like, hey, what else, like what else are you gonna do? You're not gonna really gonna get a huge influx of sales uh, on your own platform. Yeah, put it out on on another platform. I think that's I think it's kind of why I like the idea of you know Sea of Thieves going to PS5 and Hi-Fi Rush going to PS5 too because it's like yeah they're they're great games and they're great games on the Xbox and you know Xbox players played them but mm-hmm. um, being able to play them on a, a, like another platform you know are able to jump in and play and, and and join in the communities as well I think that's a great idea and I think yeah I, I would love to be able to kind of see like oh yeah definitely older games but then like the, the the newer exclusives sure put it out on the, uh, uh, yeah. on like a Game Pass or uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch Online if you know they expand that into its own sort of subscription service uh, beyond just Nintendo games so yeah. I, I, like I, I love that idea, and I think you're you're right. I think you'll definitely go closer to ending this console war that we've been having since the '90s, and uh, it's like we we grew up yeah. through that. We we know we know what it's like. Yeah. We know it's not good anymore. <laughs> Yo, know, I'll, I'll mention this. I'll mention this too, Steve. Uh, you know, when I was at Dice, we had a lot of conversation about this about mm. like the industry is changing. People were asking me, Danny, what are your thoughts about uh, you know Xbox? maybe going multi-platform this is before the business update came out yeah. and and we were just talking and i think everybody agreed that there needs to be some type of change that is going to help an industry overall where not only we'll see more money within the companies that are getting right but now we're going to see more people getting hired more projects more now there'll be more uh opportunities for experimenting like hey let's make this game and this and this and that instead instead of like let's do the traditional sequels and all that stuff you, you get what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that that's why i i support this i i know a lot of people are probably not going to agree with with the things that i say because they don't they just don't like change they, they like the 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 usual the status quo yeah yeah. That's, yeah the typical stuff that's been happening since a long time ago but also during my conversations a lot of the folks that used to work so-so companies back in the days, they mentioned like, look, it's also, I, I'm part of, I was part of the problem promoting this as a marketing thing, as like console war stuff back then to convince people because that was great for us to people promoting our brand and, and so on. And they feel like, man, I, I think nowadays it's gotten to the point where it's just too much and it's not good for industry overall, you know? So, yeah, I wish people sit back and just think about this, you know, and and, and see this as like a good thing, especially for us consumers, because when there's competition, there's more opportunities for us. There's more. It's like with with you, you and others been talking a lot about having accessibility in, in games. Right. Mm-hmm. And once you see a company doing that, 
you're going to see other companies are doing the same exact thing. And what's going to happen? Yeah. It's going to be great for everyone. But if we all stay quiet, not do anything, and have like the same exact thing. How our our industry is going to grow if we don't make these moves? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, it's good to experiment and look. When it first started, people adding accessibility in games, I bet it wasn't 100%, but at least they tried. And having people like you and others in the community, you guys give them the the great feedback so companies could not make the same mistakes, but make it better. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. As uh, I think my, my dad told me once, and I don't think he got this, he made up this quote, but it, it made sense is that change is never easy, but necessary for progress. And mm-hmm. I think that's more, more akin to today than, uh, than before. So, um, but you know what? Hey, Danny, thank you so very much for joining me on this episode today. If people want to be able to find you, where can people, uh, find you and, and also Rihanna's work, uh, on the internet, as it were. Yeah. So you can find me on, uh, Gamer Tiger, the social Gamer Tiger, we're everywhere, podcast app everywhere so uh right now we have over 1300 episodes and we just turned 19 years old a couple of days ago man so our next, yeah. next year is going to be our 20th anniversary so i'm very excited about that that's um, awesome now for like uh the danny and rihanna show just look up danny and rihanna same thing um and you will see our content right now we have like a couple episodes i think four episodes right now but it's a great conversation about like being new parents we talked about you know gaming and right now recently we talk about like physical versus digital media that's a great episode make sure you yeah, yeah. check that, that out that was a pretty great conversation because it's more like a layback it's not like a news sure. conversation it's more of like just conversations that i think the average person always talks about <laughs> yeah you know? uh so and also uh, check us out on uh, da- uh danny and rihanna.com uh there we have our our, our consulting company there too Fantastic. Cool. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, Danny. Uh, have a great one. And uh, yeah, hope to bring you back on the show sometime. Let's do it. All right. Take care.